And Hello then... again, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Wrestling Time Machine by <laughs> Sportskeeda. You can find us on YouTube under WrestleBinge, and most of our stuff you can find even in the print. You can find us on Twitter. You can fi- you'll find us everywhere. But wherever you go, make sure you subscribe. Go right down below here and hit that subscribe button. My name is Mac Davis. I am your host, and along with me are my two co-hosts every single week. First of all, he is a legendary pro wrestling journalist, Mr. Bill After, and also our hey, WWE Hall of Fame, <laughs> Hall of Famer, Bill's delayed, I think, Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. <laughs> I think Bill may be a little bit behind us. I got a feeling we have to. You know, I, I imagine these people wonder why every time, every week we open up this show that I'm laughing. You people just don't understand. Oh, Working yeah. with these two guys are great. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. And both of them are just tremendously funny. So they can... they are always doing something that always has me laughing. So. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I, I'm in one of those moods. I, I, I know Bill's had a rough day, and we're about to talk to Bill about that. But <clears throat> I, I'm no, having that, one of those points right now where I'm in just uh, in a really kind of a good, kind of wacky kind of mood. I'm one of those. Fly me to the moon. Remember that song, Teddy? Oh uh, yeah, good song, Bill. I know you could probably. Do I, the remember the, to I remember the Dean Martin. I remember the Dean Martin version. Take me to your room. Bill, the reason we're all kind of laughing around it's a little bit later than we normally do this because Bill got caught up in a snowstorm or an ice storm. What was going on today, Bill? Oh, it it doesn't matter. No, it's a lot of ice and snow and and lots of other stuff going on. One of those days, but I'm glad to be here. Got my Tic Tacs and ready to go and chat about the wonderful world of pro wrestling with my two best buddies. Well, uh, before we get out of the... They didn't show uh, up, so I'm going to stay with you guys. Well, while we are talking about uh, winter weather... Teddy, uh, I've got to ask you to tell a story here because every time I think of winter weather and I hear about snow, I can't help but think about the story I heard about you driving a car in the snow and leaving a another, actually, WWE Hall of Famer <laughs> stranded in the blizzard of a snow. Tell us the story. Oh. So now you want me to, to, to go to, to tell you? That. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell the truth, Teddy. In well, there are a lot of people that have heard this story, but for some of you people that haven't, uh, it was uh, me, uh, JBL, Godfather, and uh, Ron Simmons. And so uh, we're from we're driving, I think, from Syracuse back to Albany. So uh, as we get ready for the ride, you know, we get our beer and everything, you know, and so we're drinking. And so, you know, when you start drinking a lot of beer, you got to, you know, take a, you know, take a bathroom break. So we, so we, we couldn't find no, no bathroom or nothing, you know, I mean, it's snowing, man. So we just pull off to the side of the road. So everybody got out like one at a time, stood behind the van there and took a, took a bathroom break. And so I was the first guy out. So I jumped right back in. So I'm not really paying much attention, you know. I think I see JBL gets back in, you know. I, Godfather, I'm, you know, just waiting on everybody to get in. So finally, Godfather gets in. So you know, I close the door and I start the truck and I drive off. So JBL looks at me, and says, "What the fuck are you doing?" I said, "What are you talking about?" 
He said, you just left run in the snow back there. So, but I'm like almost about a half a mile, about a, almost a mile <laughs> down now. <laughs> so, so, you know, in New York, Bill can tell you this, you have, you got to go 10 to 15 miles to get to an exit before you can get off. So I'm like, yep. I ain't doing yep. that. So I pull over to the side, I get back on the side road there, and I bag all the way up, almost a mile, all the way back down the side. In the snow. And when I finally arrive, I see Ron, he's covered all, I mean, he's white. He's covered in snow because it's a blizzard. (laughs) The only time you'll find him white. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And so when I opened the door there to let him in, and this is, he said this before he ever starts selling that on, t- on TV, he looks right in at me and he says, damn, Long. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that, was, that was before he even started saying damn, you know, yeah. Now, you know what I find funny when, and I've heard you tell this story because I had you tell it on our show before. Um, one of the things I find interesting is that JBL took his time to let you know you forgot Ron. He made sure you drove off just enough so that you could really piss off Ron Simmons. Am I right? I'm sure he did that. I'm sure. I'm sure it was it was choreographed. Yeah, he, yeah. I'm sure he wanted to dig the hole just a little bit deeper. Like, oh, I know he's not in the car. Go ahead, pull off, Teddy. Go ahead. Yeah, not a big deal. Oh, he's, oh, he's good at that. I never yeah, he knew orchestrated it. The whole... Go ahead, I Bill. never knew where the derivation of him saying damn came from that that's got to be it but that's where it started right there man i'm telling you guys i don't normally bring up excuse me politics but politics and wrestling kind of uh came together recently as donald trump uh, was putting over praise for both kane and the undertaker just recently and i don't want to talk about trump or, or the you know the political environment whatsoever but i am curious Bill, was there ever anybody else from the political backgrounds that has been involved in wrestling? Well, Abraham Lincoln, of course. Well, he that's was put a different name. Lincoln, national pro re- he was put into the National Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame back in the 1940s, actually. Uh, any other politics? Well, Jesse the Body Ventura. True. How could that's we true. forget him? WWE Hall of Famer. Um, and I'm sure there's a bunch that I haven't thought of, but believe, yeah, but Jesse he Ventura would be the was, only president, uh, obviously, that there's ever had uh, involved in wrestling outside oh, president. the president. I thought you were talking about your politicians. Yeah, in terms of president, uh, that's correct. So yeah. when Donald Trump was, uh, uh, and I'm not going to get into politics either, uh, but when Donald Trump uh, the other night, and I believe he was in the other, another a few nights ago, whenever before we were taping this. But yes. when he came on and he acknowledged Glenn Jacobs as Kane, what if he made him if what if Glenn Jacobs became the perfect candidate for vice president? Candidate, oh, I'm not even going there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is wild to me uh, that he has such a connection to WWE. But I find it even more interesting that he is really the Hall only president. Hall of Famer. Re- yes, Hall of Famer. And and again, he's the only president outside of Abe Lincoln, as you mentioned, uh, that's ever been involved in wrestling. I just kept wondering, maybe there was somebody I've forgotten that has made an appearance or done something, but I can't recall anybody. At the time, Teddy, uh, when 
Trump came through WWE and he did his uh, stint with Vince and there. Were you working for WWE at that time? Yeah, I saw him in Green in Green Bay, Wisconsin when he came and did something there. Uh, then I saw him another time when he came in and did the match where uh, they cut Vince's hair. Yeah. Uh, I was there for that. And then there was another time I think he was there. I, I saw him too. So I saw him two or three times. He seemed like he was There's easy to do business photo. with. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. There's a classic photo of him, um, which people can probably find on Google, of him standing between Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant when they had a uh, uh, when they were pumping up one of the WrestleManias. He had the press conference at uh, Trump Tower in Atlantic City. Yep. Uh, and I was up there, and uh, you can you can find that uh, uh, he the guys. He's a big wrestling fan, and you can tell when he talks a lot of times that it's almost like wrestling promos in his the way he delivers everything. Teddy, let me ask you. You know, I, I'm sitting here, and I'm, I don't know what triggered this in my mind, but I'm going to ask this question anyhow. Ted Turner, which we we never speak of Ted Turner. This is a great place from the wrestling time machine. But Ted Turner was a big wrestling fan himself, was he not? Did you have the opportunity to meet him? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I did get a chance to meet him, uh, and I uh, also got a chance to meet uh, Jane Fonda. Uh, and I tell you how that happened is uh, when uh, Mark Merrill came to work there. And uh, we finally decided on what we were going to call him, uh, Johnny B. Bad. Well, they had this big deal where Ted Turner, Jane Fonda, and some other people, they came and uh, Dusty was going to present some of the new talent to them. And so, <clears throat> and that's how I was able to meet him because they were sitting there and they, they, they uh, Dusty introduced Johnny B. Bad to him, Mark Merrill, and uh, we met him now. Did he come across as a genuine fan of wrestling? Oh yeah, yeah. He love he loved wrestling, man. He, he, he yeah, yeah. He's, my, my, my dad, my dad, who's uh, my, he's passed away now. But uh, my dad knew Ted uh, from uh, his days in Savannah. I, I think they, he went to school uh, in Savannah for a period of time. And uh, but anyhow, my dad knew him. My dad always thought that he was a really intelligent guy. He's a, he always called him a little odd, but very intelligent. He came across that way, as a matter of fact, even when you see him on TV. But I love the fact that he was so passionate about our sport. Bill, go ahead. You know, that made him, that made him because he's for, he put that on the wrestling on the superstation and it became like the biggest hit. And did you ever notice that he always wore his tie up here was always crooked. I was there. I, the magazine cover with him and Ric Flair, I photographed that. And Teddy, the day Teddy is talking about, I was there and I took pictures of all the talent with uh, Ted Turner. And I think if I remember correctly, Teddy, you were in that photo as well. But it's very pleasant. He loved, he used to call it wrestling. He yeah, loved wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he was all, he, he, he was a uh, country. That's for sure. <laughs> he was country. Yeah. When he, if you say wrestling, you're country. Well, you're and not country. You're, you're not country. You're Southern. Southern. Yes, sir. That's even better. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> You know, somebody who Teddy, did learn... you know I was born in the South? Teddy, no, did you I... know I was born in the South? No, I did not know South that. Bronx. Oh, uh, wow. South Bronx. Outstanding. <laughs> Out- <Yeah>. Outstanding. <laughs> Twitter or X now, whatever you want to call it. I wish they'd come up with a better name than X. 
Um, but uh, anyhow, just recently, Tony Khan has gotten to a war of words with various people on Twitter. I mean, uh, see, it's who I was in there. Bischoff, Dustin Rhodes. Um, oh, I'm trying to Jinder Mahal was the first one. And uh, just because Tony Khan is trying to, I don't know, make himself look bigger by making WWE look smaller or stupid, or you praise WWE for this, but you hate us when we do it over here. Does there come a point, Bill, where Tony just needs to like disconnect from Twitter and anything social media for a period of time? Did you ever see... Back in the day when uh, Vince McMahon would do something like that. Oh, yeah. You used to drive me crazy. I hate it all the time. He would be on that damn Twitter and he would say all kinds of crap. Oh, no way. Vince never. Vince. No. No, no, of course. Vince Vince was uh, not someone that involved himself in chatter about other companies. Vince's attitude was they are the company and i think that tony khan there's a lot of stuff he does really really good but um and and some of it's excellent but i would my advice to tony khan would be if you're on social media just to stay relevant you don't need to do that people know that you're the boss there people know what you're doing don't involve yourself in all these little things because it comes across petty to the uh to the people in the internet community, in the wrestling community. Teddy, what do you think? You, you what, would you, what advice. advice would you give to Tony Khan when it comes to Twitter and use of social media? Follow in Vince McMahon's <laughs> footsteps. Vince McMahon was never a mark, and he will never be one. And again, I want to see this company thrive. Uh, Teddy and I, we were talking just earlier today about uh, not only WWE and AEW, but we brought up TNA and their recent success that they've had. And TNA, when you've got places like this, we're never trying to destroy any company at any time. There's not a single one of us that you're looking at right now on this screen that wants to see anybody fade away because we all are very aware that there's more opportunities for people to find a job and to work and train and better their skills. Even if they try to get the WWE, you still have places like AEW and TNA that can help them and support them on that drive to WWE. I just don't really see any negative in it whatsoever. All right, let's well, go and talk keep about... In, uh, keep in mind... Sorry, go ahead. Keep in mind that the people that win when there are so many wrestling companies that have really good TV is you fans because you have, you have a choice to watch what you want to watch. You see all different types of companies. Now, you know, on access TV, you see new Japan, you've got women of wrestling. There's so much going on in the wrestling business. If you're a wrestling fan, like we are, you can't get enough of it. No, and I look, I'm one of those that I actually enjoy AEW in doses, depending upon where it is, because there's some really good stuff in that company, and then there's some pretty sloppy stuff, and it just needs to be tightened up and made to be into a better product. All right, uh, let me uh, mention that uh, we talked about this briefly last week, but Mike Chioda uh, has recently said that he thinks The Undertaker is looking like he's in shape for another match. I know we discussed this just recently, 
I, I, I want to know, well, first of all, Bill, give me your thoughts on the, the possibility of him actually coming back to WrestleMania. Do you think that's a true possibility? Well, just for the people who don't know who Mike Chioda is, he was one of WWE's greatest referees. He was absolutely And fantastic. he's going to be on our show this answered, Friday on Road Trip After Hours, by the way. He'll be our guest uh, this week. Great. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Send him my regards, please. Always stand-up guy. Um, but The Undertaker, to come back to WrestleMania, I don't know in what form, whether it will be a match, whether it will just be a walk-on and choke slamming and uh, uh, tombstone and stoning somebody like Grayson Waller or somebody like that, or like we talked about on our last episode against uh, Brock Lesnar or someone. We got a lot of comments on that. People saying, why would Lesnar go for that? And I still say that the Undertaker's real revenge would come against Brock Lesnar. I know they had other schmazes afterwards and all that. But that whole, you know, he ended the streak. But I think he'll be there in some way, shape, or form. And he'll probably do his one-man show in that town uh, in Philadelphia uh, sometime during WrestleMania. I would hope so. It's a great show. You know, Teddy, we were talking, uh, like Bill mentioned, uh, about Undertaker last week and the possibilities of a WrestleMania match and, and you know, something, a story. We kept saying there needs to be a good story there. And after we got off the uh, the air, it hit me at the end of his special. You know, he's he's shown out on his land near the little uh, camp house that he has away from the home. It was a very secluded place, a place where he found peace with his family. And when I saw that originally, I, in the back of my mind, I kept thinking, man, they could come back in and do some story where some guy comes creeping up on his property, getting up into the uh, the camp house. And, you know, really it kind of like what they did with DDP, but not the same thing, because I think it could be really well done. And I think it'd be more along the lines of what Undertaker would look good in right now. Build that heat, build that store, because. When he gets in that ring, all he's going to be able to do and all he needs to do is beat the ever-living snot out of whoever it is that's in that ring. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Well, I still agree with the story. Great idea. I love it. Definitely definitely need that, but we just have to wait and see, you know, whether Taker is up for that. You know what I mean? I mean, he's been out out of action for a little while. He's His body's healed up now, and I'm sure he feels 100% better than he did. So, you know, you got to wonder, do I want to go back into this pain or, yep. you know what I mean, or how I want to do it. But, you know, I think he's the guy that has to make up his own mind. But I think in my own my just uh, him making an appearance would be enough for me. When you yep. hear that dong. That's why I said. Yeah, right, and he steps right. out there and maybe if he just gives them a little bit of a promo of our tease or something, you know what I mean? Or he could do something where he stepped out, did that promo, and right from behind, Brock drops in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, if they want to go with Brock, or if, you know, we just never know who, who it might be. Here's a surprise. I, I think it's going to be more of a, I think it's going to be more of one of the characters, like a Grayson Waller, who would be perfect for a tombstone pile driver. Right, somebody who just takes a move and the, and the match is done. And 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 like you say, Bill, that would be good. Somebody maybe he's making that cutting that promo. Some guy comes from behind, take no no sells him, turns right around and fucking gives him the deal. 
I heard some news this week. I actually didn't hear it. I watched it on TV. I think I watched it. I'm not, and that's part of the question I'm going to have for you in a minute here. But it appears that Sting's last match opponent will be Teddy. Have you heard of this yet? Before I say it, no. Who do you good? Who do you think we should see Sting face one on one or in a match for his retirement match? Who would that be? Who Are you would, asking who, me? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I like I always said that before. I'd like to see him face Chris Jericho. Now, I, I agree. I think him, Edge, people like that are great choices. Bill, I know you know where I'm going with this, but the choice Christian, apparently Christian would be Christian Cage would be a great opponent for him, too. Yeah, he he's would got do so as much well. heat on him at this point. Oh. But it ends up apparently, because I haven't heard that this is confirmed, they just kind of alluded to the fact by coming out when they asked Sting, who is your final opponent? Who do you choose? Out game. Get ready for this, Teddy. The Young Bucks. But all, all three of them? No, j- j- just the uh, the two brothers. So what are you doing? So I and guess it's going to be, is, is that what he's be Sting and Darby, uh, the guy that he's you know befriended. In oh, AEW. okay. Well, you, well, Matt, you got to explain yourself. Okay. But, well, I, but uh, my my point being, the choice for uh, his uh, last uh, uh, match uh, are the Young Bucks. You pick a tag team. Well, that, maybe that wasn't on his own decision. Maybe that was somebody else's decision too. You know what I mean? Maybe well, he's according just, to Tony Khan, right. it was one hundred percent Sting's decision. Well, listen, come on. I just I, it surprised me because I was really waiting young, for a better name one on one match. So who knows wait when Tony Khan's telling Buck. the truth? Right, but but the young <laughs> right. the young bucks, the young bucks were part of the team that started that company, that started AEW. They were part of that whole group that started that. Um, I think that they probably want to have this spotlight, which that it's in the business, you know, sometimes you're honored to do jobs for people. Right, Teddy? Mm-hmm. Well, right, right. So I understand where you're going. Would just be honored. Yeah, I think the Young Bucks would be honored to do the honors for Sting and Darby Allen. Well, my thing is this. I'm, I'm, I kind of agree with Matt because that's kind of confusing to me too. Because in the business, Bill, all these, you know, since the beginning, you know, the way a guy has went out, he's went out in singles competition. He's went out with one guy. That one guy yep. makes him look good or however, you know, they, they want to do that. And only I said because Jericho is one guy that I know he does business. Jericho is all about business. And if Jericho, you know, and if he likes you, and if he likes, and if he likes seeing, and he knows that this is gonna, this is his last ride, Jericho will do everything in his power to make Sting look like a million dollars. He'll send him out the way that he needs to go out. But to to go out with your last match in a tag team, I I, I just don't understand that. It seems well, we this is not a knock on yet. the young bucks by any means. This really isn't a knock on those guys. It's no. just it, it's just kind of like it doesn't fit for me I, as a fan of Sting, and I've watched Sting since his early days. Uh, it, for me, that's anticlimactic. It's like watching one of my wife's shows on Lifetime that they end, they have a great buildup, and then at the very end, it's 
it just lays flat. That's how this Look, felt Mac, when it I could heard change. It. it could change. It's okay. not taking place. And again, I want to bring March that up, Bill, because they did say apparently. You know, I, I was saying that earlier because they never said for sure that that was what he was going to choose. They interrupted his, you know, decision. He didn't never say the words out of his mouth. They just came out right before he said their name or whatever name he was going to say. So maybe if we're lucky, we still get that one-on-one -on -one match like it should be, like Teddy mentioned. And that's just how it's always been in the business. So it's kind of strange not to see it. Um, let's see who else I want to talk about. He and Jericho Hogan. would be a fab. He and Jericho would be a fabulous match. I agree. Fabulous I agree. Match. And I agree with Teddy and what you're saying too. Uh, I, I think that Jericho would put him over and put him over big the way that I really felt. Oh, I, I, when he got to WWE, I was looking so forward to that match at, uh, you know, the, at, at WrestleMania. I know the reason that they played out the way it did was because of the storyline between the two companies but I felt like Sting got just shortchanged a little bit in that match, and I hated that. That's why I want to see this match do something that that one couldn't do. That's just the me. The Scorpion Deathlock versus the Walls of Jericho. What a it's, – it's, it's perfect. True. Now you'll have, <laughs> there you, and, go. And you can have Bret Hart come in and be the special guest referee. Because he does I the same thing. I think that would too. be a great just, idea. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, Bill, Bill, you may know more about this than I do. Hulk Hogan, I understand, has saved a 17-year-old girl uh, in a car crash. Are you aware of this? Yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. it on TMZ, actually. Yeah, yeah, I did, too. TMZ had it on the day. Yeah, well, tell me a little bit about it. What, what did y'all hear? Teddy, tell, I more, tell me I just heard the car flipped over or something and they were trying to get this girl out of the car. They had to cut the airbag or something like that. And Hogan was able to get her out. Well, that was, I mean, that's lucky. I mean, at least you got somebody because I think he had to help pull her out with the part. I yeah, heard Hogan, her one of his friends who was. A... Yeah, one of his friends was an uh, ex-Marine. One of his friends from the military. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm if I'm like talking over you. I think do we have like a delay here because I'm yeah 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 you forgot I started the show saying I think we have a delay but you looked like I, you thought I was crazy but <laughs> we're doing okay with it though Bill I think we're well, I know you're pretty crazy. good yeah 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 Mac we're okay. 29 no, minutes what I in to yeah yeah thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. We're, we're, we're still rolling. We ain't done yet. <laughs> I want to right. cut a couple so of things as Hogan, we're talking right here. Hogan, Go wait, ahead. if we're on a delay, if we're on a delay, Hogan and an ex-Marine friend of his uh, and Hogan's wife were in a car and they actually saw the accident and they stopped over and they cut the girl's airbag. They got her. Can you imagine being this lady all traumatized and she finally gets pulled out of the car and it's Hulk Hogan? Yeah. What's how bad did I hit my do, head, sister brother? <laughs> right. What are you gonna do, sister brother? All right, we've only got all a right, couple you just, more minutes. You just look right at him and just hey, oh, I've had my vitamins already, Hogan. Does anyone remember the whole thing with him? Does, does anybody remember the Hulk Hogan vitamins thing beside the three of us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I remember. Say your, uh, get your vitamins, it. say your prayers, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah okay. Look right at my vitamins. Oh, them? I already had my vitamins, Hulk. <laughs> all right. Okay. Did, you take, okay. did either of you take the Hogan vitamin? No, but I did take Flintstone vitamins as a kid. Did you? Okay. Wow. I, had, I knew it. 
I don't know why. Yep. I, I, I would, you know, I would take those Flintstone vitamins. I eat them like candy because they, to me, they were candy. And then my mom told me I couldn't eat that many of them. I was eating about half a bottle a day. So well, now, that well, now we know can what's you? wrong. Now we know. <laughs> can you imagine that commercial? Hey, Barney, what you going to do when the Flintstones run all over you? <laughs> Flintstone mania. All right, look here. I don't know it's what's the in this thing. Folks. I'm going to have some more. Um, look here, uh, real fast, before we go, because this is something that I that just happened recently. It appears that for WrestleMania, the matchup we may be getting of the women's division will be Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Oh. Your thoughts, Teddy? Oh, I like that. That's, uh, that's going to be really good right there. You know, I'm a big Rhea Ripley fan, you know, and Becky Lynch, you know, she's really been outstanding, man. So, yeah, I like that. That's going to be good. Bill, your thoughts? The interview that they did recently in the ring together at Monday Night Raw made you watch the TV. Their looks, their facial expressions, their words, it was nothing but perfection it was that good they made the match whether anybody was totally interested sort of at the beginning once they finished that promo that's the match people want to see becky lynch winning the royal rumble and picking rhea ripley as the champion that she wants to go after i do like somebody and i thought becky lynch did an amazing job of selling asses and seats. You know, it used to be when you grabbed that microphone in the old days, you were selling those tickets. You were trying to get those people into that stadium or, or, or buying a pay-per-view, whatever it may be. I thought that last night, that delivery she gave, it told the story, it laid everything out, and I thought it was perfectly done. Uh, Teddy, I, I, you believe in strong promos. Did you get a chance to see that? Yeah, I just mentioned it. Are you paying attention? Don't. <laughs> Teddy, he also, Teddy, also he said, Teddy, he also said last night, we're taping this where we, we're taping this the day after, but we don't know when it's going to be aired, which is why I said recently, last night. Okay, now I'm gonna go over this one more time. Okay, Real Ripley, <laughs> Becky Lynch is one of the greatest matches of all time. Can't wait to see it. The promo they took this past Monday night on Raw, outstanding. Okay, now Matt, did you yes, get that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Recently on Monday Night Raw, correct. Recently, in case you're watching this two weeks from now. Okay, yeah. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. I don't know what they had. To you break, are. Man. You are in the twilight zone. <laughs> Teddy, okay. do you have anybody coming to your door this week? Uh, no, I. you need to go. Down that was the. Yeah. By the way, that the was door? a highlight from Sports Kita. They thought that was hilarious. Oh, is that right? They did. They thought that part. They that said so that was one of their favorite episodes because of that. <laughs> they titled those the of you who are watching and you don't know what we're Teddy's talking about, door. go back to our last episode or one of the older episodes, and yeah. you'll see what we're talking about as Teddy makes his way downstairs and back okay. up. <laughs> well, it was real. They, yeah. they titled the episode. They titled the episode "Who, who Rang Teddy's Doorbell." 
That was the title of the episode. <laughs> Guys, we got uh, we're out of time, but real quick, Bill, anything coming up for you that we need to talk about? Yeah, yeah, February 3rd, depending upon your when you're watching this, I will be at WrestleQs, W-R-E-S-T-L-E space C-U-S-E in Syracuse, New York. Uh, Jimmy Hart, um, oh, Tony Atlas, um, Kurt Angle, and several other legends will be there, and I'll be doing my uh, one-man show. So look up WrestleQs on Google, and hopefully I'll see your face in that place. Teddy, what about you, my friend? I'll be headed down this weekend, Friday, uh, to uh, St. Augustine, Florida. Going to be down there for the big grand opening for the new uh, building for the Riverside Con. That's going to be happening in Jacksonville on June uh, 4th. Uh, whatever, I don't know the date, but I know it's in June. Yes, yeah, so the a big uh, River grand... City Wrestling Con that's coming up. Right, River City. Yeah. I'll be down there to make a big introduction. At bring, bringing Sting in. He'll be there for the first time. Uh Thank Chris Stratus and a lot of more superstars. So we'll be talking about oh, them this great. Friday in uh, St. Augustine. Yeah, and that and the the World Golf Village is where that'll be taking place, and part of that will be live uh, as well, carried by uh, one of the large affiliates in Jacksonville. So that'll be on Friday night. Uh, well, it's been when you see this, most likely when you're watching to see it. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, and I'll be uh, actually uh, MC and host again for the. 10th year i don't know i can't remember how many years i've been now for the uh dublin lawrence county chamber of commerce uh, i'll be doing that again and i i look forward to that so we do that every year and that'll be a lot of fun as well good guys we are out of time i am mac davis dublin, your host georgia? With, uh, dublin georgia yeah okay i wasn't sure you if interrupted was me for that. Or, or dublin <laughs> pennsylvania <laughs> I wish it were Dublin, Ireland. That One would of be these really days, nice. yeah. Now, Bill's put you all the way in Dublin, Ireland. All right, man. I tell you what. <laughs> That's I, right, my boy. <laughs> what is going on with you two today? Man, oh, man. I'm back, <laughs> Davis. That is WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long. And, of course, pro wrestling journalist and resident nut job, Bill Apter. <laughs> Thank you. See you at the match. All right, guys. That was good. Yeah, Bill, what you were. Uh, there, there was a lot of uh, delay in there, but we were covering it really well. I don't think anybody's really going to matter. Yeah, I'm no, begging I, you I to pay attention. I, no, I'm not getting. I'm not hearing the delay at all. I mean, you guys. That's what I. And I'm on my regular same system here. Yeah, so even your quality is not. It's not real sharp, sharp quality like it normally is. And I upped my. I upped the ante, ante of my. Uh, my video camera to 720 from 480. My guess is that, uh, like right now, you look okay. I can bring it back in full screen real fast, but it looks, you look, yeah, you looks do, you're looking, I think it's your, I think the connection, I think you're probably that weather is playing havoc with your signal. Maybe. <clears throat> and it's just you're not darker, running as fast. You're, you're, Mac, you're darker in terms yeah. of light. On that on your face, you, you don't yeah, have I forgot to turn on, on my, uh, I forgot to turn on my glow light. <laughs> okay, your glow light. All right. Oh, Teddy's right, going to the door. Tape, tape. I'm right here. Teddy's going I to the door. I haven't stopped Teddy. recording yet. Yeah, no, no, we haven't stopped recording yet. He's in trouble. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> well, I'm, Teddy, I'm out of here. Are you, Teddy? Are you going to be at um, Wrestle? You're going to be at WrestleCon the week of WrestleMania in Philly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. 
You're gonna be to okay. The moon. Yeah, I'm there. You know that this New England fan fest. Uh, what's that? The ninth? No, uh, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, I'm there year. in February, and then I'm in Hampton, uh, Virginia, on the ninth. Something March ninth or something. I, I I don't know. What's the I big deal in Indianapolis? Are you on that bill? March twenty no, I was supposed to be, but I'm. I can only go away twice a twice weekends, twice a month, because of family okay. stuff. So, they did offer me to go there. Dylan Hines actually was going to bring me there, and I can't do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can't do it. So, but I'll see you soon. Okay. All right. Hey guys, All right. I'm out of here. All right, thank y'all. What's see an episode? <laughs> what Mo, Mo, Larry, and Curly in person? <laughs>